Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today we're speaking with Aaron McGill, who is the choir director at the Senior High School and producer and vocal director for the High School Music. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So tell, tell us about this year's musical. What is it? When is it going to be? So we're doing a, a musical adaptation of The Twelfth Night by Shakespeare. Uh, we're going to be doing it June 3rd through the 6th. So June 3rd, 4th, and 5th will be at 7.30 at night. Okay. And June 5th and 6th will also have a 2 o'clock afternoon matinee. And unlike the past, normally we have it here at the school, but we're going to be uh, doing this at the Cranberry Amphitheater at the Cranberry Park. So we can do it outside, have a nice live audience, we'll also live stream it. Okay, that, that's awesome. So for those of us that might not be brushed up on our Shakespeare, what is the overall gist and plot of the musical? Uh, Twelfth Night is kind of a, a funny comedy of errors. There's a young girl and boy who are shipwrecked, and the girl washes up on the shore of Illyria. She does not know if her brother's alive or not. Mm -hmm. She needs work and she wants to work for the Duke, but the Duke only hires men. So she decides to dress like her brother to get the job for the Duke. Okay. So that obviously brings some, some situations. The Duke is in love with the Countess. He sends the girl to send his love to the Countess. The Countess starts to fall in love with the girl dressed as her brother and you can see the hilarity that can ensue. Um, her brother ends up coming into the picture. He is alive. He doesn't know his sister's alive. People mistake one for the other. Okay. Um, so there's all this kind of fun, fun miss stuff that, going on. That'll be definitely some fun. So you mentioned this will be at an amphitheater, obviously due to COVID-19. Are there any other aspects how the pandemic is affecting whether it's rehearsals, you know, other preparations. Right. Yeah, normally we rehearse, have um, auditions in November, rehearse in January, February, and put on the show in March. We put all that off so that we could be outside. Obviously, we didn't want to do an amphitheater show in March. So right. we're doing this in June, the very last week of school, um, hoping that we'll have great weather, weather and that uh, that will cooperate with us so we can perform this outside so we can have a live audience. Um, we have a, a little bit smaller cast uh, to try to keep them spaced out. We will be wearing masks, even though we're outside, the mm -hmm. students all wear masks during rehearsals and during the performances. Um, so all kinds of that kind of stuff, but the music's still great. The kids are doing a great job acting and we're having a good, good time. And I think it'll still be a, a great Seneca Ballet production. Okay. Well, you mentioned it's a smaller cast than maybe in past years, but I think as we all know, there's so many more people involved than just the cast. How many students, how many faculty, who's all involved to make something like this happen? Okay. So I'm the producer and the vocal director. Uh, I do kind of the business end of things and I, I work on the vocals. Steven Santa is the director that does all the staging and the blocking and the the artistic view of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, Devin Brown is our choreographer. Um, Bruce Smith is our orchestra director, helped direct the pit band, which this year will be on stage. They're actually a part of the show. They're kind of there in Illyria, a little band. Um, and one of the characters is kind of pretend she's the leader of the band in the show. So that's kind of fun. 
Um, Amber Hugis is our stage manager. She also works here at the district. So there are many, 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 many adults. Uh, we have costumers and makeup people. We have students that help with sound and lights. We have students that help with costumes, students that help with uh, backstage, moving the props, all of that kind of stuff. So we have approximately 50 students in the cast. Okay. And I'd say we probably have another, probably about 50 uh, in backstage production work. Great, great. So can you give us a snapshot of some of the things that go on behind the scenes to make a production like this come to life? Well, we've been to the amphitheater several times. We've been meeting with uh, light and sound folks, looking at where we can hang lights to light the stage up, where we can put the sound. Uh, we've been meeting with the costumer, talking about all of that. Kind of one of our, our set design this year is going to be kind of the inspiration was Randy Land. If you're familiar with Randy Land on the North Shore. I am, but why don't you describe it a little bit? I've seen it on television, but maybe not all of our listeners have. Right. So I guess Randy has this vision and it's a very colorful area. I live not too far from there. Okay. Everything in his house is very colorful. He uses lots of reclaimed items uh, for his garden. Uh, people can go and walk through, although I think at the moment because of COVID, it's kind of closed. But that kind of became our vision for Illyria. So our set is very colorful, lots of different things, reclaimed item to make it very bright um, and kind of fun. Sounds great. Sounds great. So this is great training ground for students. Have you had students in past years gone on to, to make this their professional vocation, whether it's acting or some other form of, of musicals and entertainment? Absolutely. We have students that have, have done both backstage and uh, and in front of the stage. Uh, I think of one, Connor Galuli. It's a student who was here. He was in Oklahoma and in Little Shop of Horrors. He's gone on. He was actually the lead on Broadway in School of Rock. Oh, wow. And did that for quite, quite a while until that closed. And then he did the tour for School of Rock as the lead. I believe it was the Asian tour. I think he was in Vietnam and Korea. Um, so he's gotten to do some really great things. Josh Smith, Josh Smith Toll, he was in the touring show of Kinky Boots. He's one of our, our very talented actors that has gone on to New York. We have some, some girls who've gone on to do stuff with costuming in New York. And a couple of girls who've done stage management who've gone on to do stage management for Disney. And uh, there's one that's working on some stage management stuff up in New York. Great. So you could make this your life's work or it's just one great activity that you'll remember the rest of your life, right? That you've done in high school. So tell people again, if they're interested, how do they get tickets? And I understand that people can also watch virtually. Is that right? So there'll be two options for tickets, either in person, we'll probably limit to about 200, 250 uh, and kind of spaced out in the, in the yard there at the amphitheater. And if you prefer to watch it virtually, we'll have a virtual feed for the weekend of the show and you'll be able to purchase those tickets. Sometime in April, we'll be putting up a link on the school's website at svsd.net. Okay. There'll be a link on the front page where you can go to get tickets, both kinds. There'll be two separate links, one for in-person and one for the virtual. Got it. When do you think that will be live on the website for people to see? 
probably around the middle of April. I would say around April 15th. Okay, great. A month and a half before the show. Everybody check out the website in mid, mid to late April. Get your tickets. Learn how you can watch it virtually. Uh, this was Aaron McGill. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care.